global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Stocks rallying, S&P 500 index trading at a record. We do hear from Alcoa after the closing bell. Alcoa shares up now by 2.3%. Here's where equities stand. We've got the S&P 500 index up 10 to 2140, a gain of 5 tenths of 1%. NASDAQ up 36, a gain of 7 tenths of 1%. Dow Industrials up 108 points, a gain of 6 tenths of 1%. Ten-year down 19.30 seconds with a yield of 1.42%. Gold down $1.70, 13.56 the ounce, a drop there of 0.1%. And crude oil, West Texas Intermediate, now at 45.02, down 38 cents, a drop of 9 tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. Well... Alcoa reporting today after the bell and officially kicking off earnings season. We want to get right to what is expected, how this company is faring, and certainly it's a spinoff. It's becoming two companies. Where does that stand now and what does that mean for investors? Anthony Young joins us now, metals and mining analyst for Macquarie. Anthony, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. So set the table for us. You're an analyst. You're waiting so closely to see or watching so closely to see what happens with Alcoa. What's at the top of your list? Well, I mean, this quarter is somewhat unique given the split that the company is going to be occurring at the company. So uh, the split will play a major factor in this earnings release. Um, investors will be looking for further details on that. But then also fundamentally um, trying to figure out, you know, what's going on with the aluminum business and what's going on with the downstream or their industrials business and looking at the um, drivers that are impacting that and the profitability that they're able to generate in those two companies once they split. Anthony, tell us the details about these two companies. What are they going to do, and is this also beneficial for investors? Well, I think it will be beneficial for investors. You know, uh, you you have this somewhat of a conglomerate with Alcoa. Uh, You have five divisions, um, two divisions on the upstream, uh, one that produces aluminum and alumina, and then on the downstream, um, you have a world products and engineered um, products and transportation and construction systems. Um, so to split these into two different companies, um, I think it will allow management to focus on cost cutting. Um, it will also allow uh, investors to have a better feel on how the how each of these entities should be valued separately. This is a very large picture question, but I guess it's the kind of question where people are going to be waiting to hear on the call from Alcoa. A lot going on in the world, and Brexit, for example, some have contended that it's going to cause a broader slowdown in Europe, which accounted for about 24% of Alcoa's fiscal 2015 revenue. Yes, you know, I think that uh, the Brexit will be something that uh, almost every company will probably address as we go through uh, earnings season, and I'm sure a lot of companies um, or, or some companies that miss earnings very well may point to a slowdown in business activity um, surrounding that. But I think that when you look at the commodity space right now, um, a low interest rate environment um, should be um, you know, supportive to commodities. Also, I, I think here 
in the U.S. specifically. Um, you know, when you're looking at the PMI numbers and some of the other leading indicators, um, there's a growing sense of the recovery um, really taking hold and, and possibly picking up a little bit here um, over the coming quarters, which should lead to better demand, particularly for some of the uh, industrial components that Alcoa provides to things like the aerospace and um, the, the power uh, generation industries. Anthony, I, I know that we're looking for what? Earnings per share to come in for the second quarter of nine cents. Uh, second quarter revenue estimates about five and a quarter billion. And I'm wondering if, it, it, as far as the, the split off goes, having two different types of businesses under one umbrella, does that create a kind of cushion? You know, when one part of the business does well, the other part might not, so that there's a balance. It, I, why is splitting it up into two so much, so much better for the, for the corporation? Well, you do have some advantages, I think, with conglomerates, but I think when you have these two, um, you know, they're similar related, but they're also uh, complete distinct businesses, um, it should just allow for more of a focus. You know, I think that um, basically instead of having two companies, or excuse me, instead of having one company that is in the process of restructuring and, you know, management possibly focusing on one division or another, um, and, and restructuring that over time, I, I think that you, with the two separate entities, you'll have two separate management teams that can focus on positioning each of their businesses uh, in the best possible manner um, for where they should fit in the, the supply chain with respect to um, lightweight metals and industrial components. So I, I think that there, you know, unfortunately for uh, Alcoa, there's a lot of work to be done here, but I think that uh, with two management teams, that work can be done more quickly than it could be under just one roof. Anthony, can you give us an example of a company similar to Alcoa or not who has done something like this where it failed or where it succeeded wildly, some some reason to give us why we should be doubtful this is going to work or confident that it will? Yeah, you know, I, I think that, that is a, that's a tough question because, you know, when you think about succeeding or failing, um, whether it be the stock price or the inherent value of the business or the cash generation, you know, it, it's sort of you have different metrics that you may look at. For example, um, BHP, when they split into South 32, um, and then the, the, the legacy BHP, iron ore, energy, um, copper, and uh, met coal businesses, you know, the, the South 32 today just ticked higher than the IPO price um, where it was historically, and that that equity, at least by the market, seems to be um, more attractive now than it had been in the past. So I, I guess from a, a stock perspective, that one is now working, but, you know, it was a very long time frame. It was underwater for 12 months here relative to um, the spend price. So I think that, you know, it's not to say that um, Alcoa will split and both stocks will immediately trade higher um, going into that event, but I think that uh, a split will, again, allow the management teams to focus on the fundamentals, and over time, um, whether that's a quarter, six months, or two years down the road, it will be better for investors. Thank you very much for spending time with us. Anthony Young is metals and mining analyst for Macquarie. Speaking about Alcoa, they will be reporting earnings after the close of trading today. This is Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox, my co-host Kathleen Hayes, and this is Bloomberg. 
Brooklyn is exploding. Ellen Freudenheim joins us next. She's the author of The Brooklyn Experience. We're going to find out if there are opportunities for investors. 